Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of We Might Be Overthinking This, but I'm your host, Sarah, <laughs> and I'm your other host, Aaliyah. Welcome to a new episode. Welcome to a brand new episode. <laughs> we have, um, let's just get straight into it. Yeah. Uh, we've got some pod news. Oh. We have been contacted by oh the one and only Taylor Swift. Uh, I received. No, our queen is after us. I received an email the other day, and the subject was season desist. God did take down. <laughs> I can't um, believe it. She's turning on us. We received a complaint. It was from Spotify on behalf of Universal Music Group, Taylor's record label. Um, that the following content infringes on their whatever intellectual property, and. I was like, okay, I probably played a song. Um, what it was episode two, and I obviously I play. I haven't played it recently, but I do play songs every now and then. Yeah, we don't make money for this podcast. Yeah, who the heck gives a crap? Well, if that's I, I was play, say, like, I don't know intellectual property law. Like, I do need to brush up on it. You do, yeah. But I but always, law is also law. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Law is law. Yeah, and intro law is law. <laughs> yeah. But I always thought that if you weren't making money from your endeavor, which, big surprise, you guys, we are not making money from this. Yeah, no, 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 we're not. Like, that you could, that there was no copyright infringement. I don't know if that's true. I think it just makes it easier for people to get approval. Um, I think you, oftentimes I get... Get approval for the usage of it if yeah, you're not making money. Mm. Yeah. But I do think that there's still infringement. Wow. That's um, crazy. But so it was only for episode two, which I've obviously played music in other episodes. And so I was like, episode two, what did we talk about in episode two? Oh my gosh. And ladies and gentlemen, we talked about Carly Kloss and Taylor Swift. Yeah, our most controversial episode. Our most controversial episode. And we hashed, or like in the tags when yeah. I like uploaded it, I did use the hashtag Kaylor. And I don't know if you guys are familiar, and if you're not, you should be. But no one, the devil works hard, but Tree Pain works harder. Well, I think we talked about Tree Pain in the Kaylor episode. Okay, Tree Pain is Taylor's publicist. Yeah. And... If they're like, she I scrounges the corners of the listen, internet. I, I don't think this is that crazy. I yeah. think that they found the episode because we hashtagged it, Kayla. I mean, we did do the episode in 2019. So, yeah. like, we're not that like high up on their radar. Right. I think it's just probably like a annual like database like check for like things. Right. With that hashtag. Because the other thing is like, we've also played Taylor songs in other episodes. Right. And, I mean, literally, we have a segment called Long Story Short where we just Play a clip of that song. Yeah, which now, God, I heard. I hope we're not on her shit list. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh my God, don't come for a long story short. It's It's an O to you. Taylor, everything is done out of love. Oh my God. We're your sons. So they want us to take the episode down. Uh, yeah, uh, probably will because it's only up on Spotify. I think the one on Apple Music. Apple oh, podcast. it would only be taken down on Spotify. I yeah. see. Okay, yeah. Um, but actually, and that one actually is a pretty popular podcast. I, know. I was looking at the numbers. Um, I think because we did t- uh do the hashtag Taylor. Does Taylor really want to be known for coming for Black Women's Success? Taylor, do you? Is that really what Taylor. we want to do in twenty twenty one? It's not a good look in twenty twenty one. It's not a good look. Um, First folklore and now this. Taylor, I just want to say, like, I love you. Um, Kayla's real. I love you okay. so much. Okay. 
Okay, moving on. Um, how was your weekend? It was good. How was yours? It was good. It was very nice. Um, did you get... <laughs> I don't oh know, like, God. asked out on any dates Don't recently? put me on blast. Don't put me on blast. Oh, my God. Um, I did, like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'll, never mind. I will put you on blast even further. Go ahead. You're going to put me on blast even further? Yeah. Great. Okay. So, uh, yeah, guys. Uh, my dating life is off to a raucous start. They're literally, they're literally banging on my door. Literally. The boys are banging <laughs> down on the door. Okay. So, you know, a couple days ago, I'm at home minding my own business, about to put the tea kettle on. Sure. Just thinking about what a nice day I was having. <laughs> and then our doorbell rings. And I honestly was like, oh, because I assumed it was like our super stopping by at some like really random time without texting us. Because he never texts us. Because he never texts us. He just shows up. Yeah. It's really inappropriate. work life <laughs> balance. But I'm like, okay, who the hell is this? Go look in the peephole, and it's actually the only neighbor in our building that we actually are friendly with, because mm-hmm. he, like, is the only person who doesn't act like an insane person. Yeah, he's semi-normal. Semi-normal. At least we thought. trash in the hallway. At least we it, thought. Well, yeah, exactly. At least we thought. Um, open the door, like, oh, hey, uh, should we say the name, or should we protect his identity? We'll call him Adam. Okay. Good, good, good. I like that. Okay, we'll call him Adam. So I open the door. Hey, Adam, what's going on? Like, you know, we've come to each other before when we've locked ourselves out. One time he uh, came downstairs to the laundry room in nothing but his underwear because he had <laughs> locked himself out and needed uh, something to get into his apartment. So, like, you know, we've leaned on each other for neighborly things over the years. But the interactions are brief at best. Yeah. At best. So, anywho, I'm like, okay, what's up? And, you know, he's like, hey, you know, I uh, I wanted to ask you this for a while. And I'm like, what? Oh, God, what is this? Uh, I've been just thinking, you know, um, are you single? <laughs> Whenever people ask that, I always feel attacked. <laughs> like, it's like... In I what mean, way? Yeah, in what way? I mean, what is relationships? <laughs> like, what do you mean? What is, yeah. Monogamy. Exactly. Well, we're about to find out. Well, we're about to find out. Exactly. So, yes, Adam, I'm single. Thanks for asking. Um, okay, yeah. Would you uh, like to go get tea with me? Tea. Not a drink. Not even coffee. Tea. tea which first like, of all the cheapest kind of train i know right just, like come on and like where are we going to get this tea this like what are you tea. talking and do i have to order tea like if we go to a coffee shop can i not get coffee or do no. i have to get tea? i think you have to get tea. okay well yeah. like, whatever bubble tea well no Maybe. i hate bubble tea. I like tea um i'm like and and honestly i've never Ever. Ever. And Aaliyah can vouch for this. Never once mentioned anything about Andy in a romantic. Oh, you just said his <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. About oh, Adam. <laughs> you, can you fix that in post? <laughs> yes. Uh, in a romantic set. You know, like at all. Yeah. Can you vouch for that? Yes. yes, I was like, yes, yes. Okay. So this is super random. Yeah. Okay. But I'm thinking, you know, it's just got through the pandemic. Yeah. Haven't dated in a while. I was like, this couldn't be like the, like dating your neighbor, not really the greatest idea. 
Not at all. Oh. For me, I thought of it initially. It was like, what if they ask me out? Like, what if I start dating them? And then like one day they ask me if I want to hang out and I'm just like not feeling it. I'm tired. And I like lie and say I'm out. Right. And they just like, they're like, yeah, I saw you just come in right. like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Like, cause what if you like realize you're out of something and you're like hostage in your own place? Like yeah. you can't leave. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, it's the worst idea to date a neighbor. Yeah. I've actually always thought that. So I don't know why I first initially agreed. And this. I don't know. Well, to be fair, he also, for a man, seems pretty normal. Yeah, he does. So, like, I didn't, like, think, like, he'd be, like, stalker out. See, if, like, it I just happened to be sitting on the couch that oh was Oh, my happened. God. Yeah, that's Usually, so I work in the kitchen, and I, but I moved to take my, um, my hourly sitting break. Uh, and I moved to the couch, and I had headphones on. And when I heard someone ring the doorbell, I also thought it was just going to be the super or something like that yeah something random um and i kept my headphones on but then i realized that like the interaction was lasting too long <laughs> and so i took them off and thank god i took them off wait okay at what point did you take your headphones off um like what was the first early, thing you heard pretty i i i asked i heard him ask you out oh god okay wow yeah. pretty early yeah okay yeah so and i was so proud of you actually for saying yes because i was like oh thank you like yeah just get back out there who cares like bad days even though looking back i should have said no because it's really bad idea to date your neighbor yeah but whatever unless you like really really and that's like the crazy thing like i'm not even interested in them so like you should take that risk maybe if you like really think that you're you're about to marry your neighbor right but like i probably wouldn't even go on a second date in like Dating a neighbor sounds like some like lifetime yeah, like rom com. Are you talking? But when in actuality it ends in like a two crime. <laughs> right. Honestly, it's like probably most likely exactly. how it goes. And I was like, oh, cool. She said, yeah, she's gonna just like go have a night out, and like worst comes to worst, he just like becomes a friend, and like we have a friend in the well, building. Well, it was also perfect for me, who like right now is like a little like hesitant to like jump Rusty. back into the. Okay, no, that's not no, what I was no, going no. that's not what I was gonna call myself. Okay, my word. I was gonna say like I'm right now feeling initially a little lazy in the dating. Yeah. So like I mean, if you're gonna come like, directly to my doorstep, right? I'm gonna give you like at least a first tea day. Tea like, day. What the hell? What else am I doing? Okay, so you say yes. So I say yes. You say yes to the dress. <laughs> say yes and he's amped he's super pumped yeah like, like great exchange all right anything else you need okay well like i also just like no he doesn't even say it like that i, I need to get this like wording right because the way he slips it in is like really kind of crazy okay so then i'm like oh yeah like that'd be cool like we could do that all right um well i just like i live with I live with my girlfriend and I am seeing two other women. <laughs> and like, it was one of those things where like, I heard it, but like, I yeah. just, I was so sure I had heard him wrong. But at the same time, like those words were just like hanging in the air. So it was like, no, that's what he said. So I said, so at first I thought he was saying that he currently lives with his like, ex, like their ex-girlfriend yeah. that they're breaking up. Yeah. yeah I have that too. But yeah, I thought we were getting like clearly... our Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston on. Right. And well, which, and in that movie, like the girl who he asked out, the neighbor, would like never be the girl he ends up with. Because like, she's Jennifer. <laughs> right. I'm not. Yeah, you're like, I'm the I'm girl like, who, yeah, who am I like? 
Melissa Moynihan or what's that one? You know, actress like no, I'm Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, exactly. Like get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Well, so so I say to clarify. Wait, so you live with your girlfriend right now? And he's like, yeah. So then, like, I quickly put together that yeah, he is, is in a open relationship. Polyamorous, yeah, what have you. Mm-hmm. With two other women plus his girlfriend. And he wanted to add a third into the mix. Who has yeah. the time, yeah. sir? Yeah. Sir, I've got to applaud you. I've got to applaud you. That's insane. The stamina? Well, <laughs> not necessarily. Right. Just literally, there's only oh so many God. days in the week. But like to seriously, but like his girlfriend must be the most secure woman yeah. on the planet. Because, okay, she's already in an open relationship. That's super cool for her. <laughs> super yeah, cool for you. For you. But like... <laughs> Everything needs boundaries. Of course. So for your boyfriend that you are already letting two, two other, other women, women in the situation, <laughs> yeah. he comes to you with the goal. You know, like that's what I'm saying. Like, I hope this is a healthy relationship and she's okay. Mm-hmm. Because the gall for my boyfriend to come to me like, I'm thinking about dating another woman in the building. That What? what? That is like... Okay, but like maybe she honestly doesn't give a fuck, which if that is true, that is great. For, yeah. I'm glad you two found each other. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Would you be okay with that? Like in the same no. building? I'd be like, get a grip. No, you I'm cannot go ask that. our neighbor. What's wrong with you? I'm going to be at my wedding being like, are you sure you like me? <laughs> yeah, like that was like a little crazy. And for him to try and bring that chaos to my doorstep? Yeah. But can I tell you one other thing? Because you put your mask on as you should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, okay. That's kind of like another thing I needed to like maybe tell from the beginning. So I'm not playing with COVID. Like, and I even hadn't even had my second shot by then. Had I had my first? Yeah. You'd had your first. But I had my first. I haven't even had my second shot by then. So I'm not taking any risks. Like, I had a neighbor before Andy come to the door asking for the super's number. <laughs> and he... I looked through the peephole. He wasn't wearing a mask. I didn't even answer the door. First of all, that man wasn't even wearing a shirt. He wasn't wearing a shirt or like, yeah. Like, our neighbors are I'm honestly like, truly our building here. is chaos. Yeah. Um, please send help. But, and I didn't even answer the door for him. Like, no, I'm not going to get COVID for you. Get out of here. Yeah. I only answered the door for Andy because like, I thought he like needed something. Yeah. Like, God, get out of here. <laughs> so you're wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. So okay. I put on a mask. And I thought he would see me in front of the mask too. No, he no, didn't. Did so this whole time I'm wearing a mask and he is not. And he's also standing in a three-piece suit and I am standing in <laughs> oh, yeah, sweatpants. This man regularly wears three-piece suits. Yeah. I don't know what he does. We have no idea but what no, he does. That wasn't the part that I was going to tell. I was going to tell about how you're wearing a mask, you have braids, we are sisters, um, we look a lot alike, we often get asked if we're twins. Yes. Not a big deal. We are five years apart, though. Um, I am younger. Um, oh I literally was thinking when he was asking you out, is he sure he has the right one? Not out of any jealousy or like... That I, I would think not. That guy wanted him to ask me out. Are you sure? I literally... I, I, first of all, because he, he pronounced your name wrong. He didn't like... <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't like... 
Red people. Um, okay, <laughs> so like, like I know he so does. Sad. <laughs> I don't God. think. I think I don't think that like most people in the building can differentiate us. Right. And that's honestly not a bit the biggest light. Like whatever. Right. Like because we only see these people in passing. Yeah, and we're always together. Or or yeah. And so anyway, oh. so I literally was just like wondering like. Is he like? Is he gonna? Because he saw I had actually ran into him yesterday, or yeah, yesterday. And oh, that's he, right, you did. And I literally was trying to get away. And I was like, "Do not even try round two <laughs> with me, brother." Like, <laughs> I saw him, oh and I was. God. It was early in the morning, so I was wearing again not an appropriate outfit to be seeing anybody in oh my and he God. was in a baby suit and i just like feel like he was like oh if you work with one sister maybe you can work with another one i don't know maybe she's more desperate um oh my god but long story short you are getting back out there so but you didn't tell the story of how I handled it. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Kind of like the crux of the story. No, we passed the crux of the story. The crux of the story is that he's seeing the other woman. Um, but you handled you it did? super well. I say. You did. Because I mean, so when I realized that he was out here moving mad, I was like, so that's amazing for you and I'm yeah. so happy that you're like living in your truth. She literally said this, yeah. But I'm not looking for that really at all. So we can be friends, but definitely no date. Um, but we can like hang out, like you know, as get friends. tea. Yeah, I was like, you. Know, I think I even gave gave an example of a party. <laughs> I was like, if we like, you know, have people on the roof. Oh, like, you did, I yeah. I like gave him an example, of, like. <laughs> We were gonna be around each this other. This isn't appropriate. Yeah, I'm like, it's like if we invite people over on the roof, like it'd be great if you could come. Well, I I, I wanted him to realize like group that, settings. That our friendship was not gonna start off with one on one interaction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you ever text him back? No. Oh, crazy. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Um, there yeah. we go. So, she, but long story short is. She Dara is on the market, so slide into her DMs. Um, come My knock. name is pronounced Dara. Yeah, Dara, come knock on her door. She will answer. I hate you so much. Come to my window. Okay, anyway. Moving on. What else is going on? Oh, J-Lo and A-Rod broke up. I know. Is this not the third time we're talking about them or just the second? I think it's just the second. Okay. Because I was actually going back through some old episodes and I think it was just the second. Okay. They've officially broken up. Mm -hmm. They announced it. Yeah. And only the way that J-Lo could announce a breakup, which is on the Today Show. Old Hollywood. She is old Hollywood. I love it. She In, in J-Lo's mind, it's still 2005. Yes. She is basically still dating Ben Affleck. She doesn't know mind. who she just broke up with. Yeah. They just have like a stock like story block made out for Jennifer Lopez breaks up and they just like kind of fill in the blanks. They, yeah. Like, every, yeah. It's, she's like, just tell them to run the reel. <laughs> It's, it's official. It's happening. Tell it's official this time, yeah, okay? Tell us how to draw. It's go time. <laughs> they announced it on the Today Show. 
Um, all your key all, players are there. All the key players are there. Carson Daly, yeah. Al Roker, and the other two bitches. No one knows their names. Yeah. And they are all like their brows are furled. They are like you guys. Guys. What do you? I mean, the kids. Yeah. So we'll, we'll play the clip right we'll here. Play the clip. You gotta listen to it. Uh, but this morning, J Lo and A Rod telling today exclusively, we have realized we are better as friends and look forward to remaining so. We will continue to work together and support each other on our shared businesses and projects. We wish the best for each other and one another's children. Out of respect for them, the only other comment we have to say is thank you to everyone who has sent kind words and support. And I think that's the key here. There are children involved, and so they can. we can only hope that this is wrapped in grace, if you will. Yeah, and I, think, I yeah. think it is. And you have to think about it. It's really difficult for two, two people who have so much going on. Um, and yeah, so they reference that there, that there are children involved. Um, no, 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 honey. They're not. Honey, there are not children involved. All of their kids are from other relationships. They're all above the age of 10. Ain't nobody confused about this family dynamic. Yeah. And it's also like the days where like Jennifer Lopez's like relationships were like institutions that people mm -hmm. cared about and were actually invested in are again 16 years down the road. Yeah. Like no one gives a fuck that J-Lo and A-Rod broke up. I really don't think so. And that at the end of the day, A-Rod turned out to just be the same kind of average trash dude mm -hmm. who was essentially cheating on her with a woman who i'm sorry uh no offense madison lacroix from southern charm but it's half the woman of jennifer yeah. lopez like yeah it's so boring it's so boring he's so unoriginal mm -hmm. he's not even worth it like yeah. girl, like honestly girl good on you for continuing and to try breathing life into a-rod no yeah like, a-rod does not need to be in the lexicon anymore jennifer go call up that dancer you guys have yeah. your, your rebound fling. Honey, I, I am sorry to break it to Jennifer. You're not getting married. You are yeah. not meant to be with and one person up. for the that's rest the of the That's the good news. That's, oh, so yeah. just, that's the good news. Like, because you know what? You are a rich man. Exactly. So, like, why do you even, like, bother? Why? Just go be off with that dancer. You already have your two kids. You got your babies. With your, um, with your... With a person who you wanted clearly, like I really think that like there's a reason she picked Mark Anthony to I have totally her agree. seat, like to have his seat. Like, I totally agree. She for some reason like always thought like they would be a good family, and like maybe yes. he, maybe she saw him with his other kids, always knew what a good dad he was. But I think like she and also in some weird crazy way, even to that point about how like I totally agree that she always kind of had Mark Anthony in her mind. Yeah, is because I think maybe she knew eventually they wouldn't be together, mm -hmm. and she liked how they could still be friends after. Like no, he no, has an ex wife. I think he's on good terms with her. Like you know what I mean. Like he he doesn't necessarily seem like a great husband, but he seems like a great ex husband. Yeah. And that's something to think about. Don't marry someone you don't want to be divorced well, from. Exactly. So what Efron says. Yeah. So they're broken up. A-Rod's going to go date some fitness instructor. J-Lo should really just go be J-Lo and stop trying to get but married. But isn't this part of being J-Lo? Getting engaged? Yeah. Yes. Like, you know, I do love a woman who has been engaged multiple times. I was just going to say, you literally go off about that all the time. Okay, so moving on from Jalen Arod, um, Demi Lovato 
once again was on one. Yeah. So she made the decision. She woke up that morning and she wanted to go get some frozen yogurt and all hell broke loose. Yeah. What happened this week? So Demi Lovato's comeback took a misstep when she walked into a frozen yogurt shop a few days ago, <laughs> uh, saw a display of sugar-free cookies and lost her shit. <laughs> and I mean, I wish there was more to the story, but that's really it. She was at a LA uh, frozen yogurt shop called The Big Chill. And uh, she said there was a display of sugar-free cookies that were labeled as guilt-free, low-carb, low-fat, yada, yada, yada. And she said it immediately triggered her eating disorder, which is a serious, serious thing. However, the way that she went about it, I think uh, there's room for improvement. Yeah. Um. So she decided to take to her Instagram story and which basically called for her fans to boycott the frozen yogurt shop until she could figure out what was going on <laughs> and to work Not with them. Not explicitly, but yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, explicitly to work with the people in the frozen yogurt shop to somehow make the environment completely safe and demi-friendly and trigger-free and not sugar-free, but trigger-free. Not sugar-free, but trigger-free. Trigger-free. And people were really just felt like, Demi, 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 Demi you Demi. keep missing the mark with your platform. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that when people are rooting for someone, yeah. uh, you know, who seems like all intentions are good, but they keep missing the mark yeah. of what their platform should be. It's like disappointing and it's cringy because you can tell that she actually thinks that what she's saying makes sense and it actually makes yes. no sense. Yeah. And actually what she's talking about, she has no idea. No idea. And she just needs to just like take us take us at back. Which is why she would be, this whole ordeal has made it obvious that instead of a pop career, which she can no longer manage, she should just be on the talk. Well, that was my idea. That was your idea. Or maybe I the said, I, No, Aaliyah, I said specifically the talk. Okay. There is a, an actual job opening. Right. Sharon Osborne. Bye-bye. Okay. So Demi, go to Indeed.com <laughs> and look up the talk because she's already got the haircut for it. True. Um, she, the, I think that what we owe her and I think what all Hollywood owes her for turning her into this <laughs> is a steady paycheck from the top. Yeah, she can I agree. Get all the frozen yogurt she she's wants. Paid her dues. Brought to her house. Yeah, she's paid her dues. We owe her something. We, we, owe have, her something. we have to find something to we do with Jamie Lovato. We can't just her off. No. We'll give her something. We can give her something. This is, I think this is a perfect opportunity. Yeah. She can go on the talk. Her chaotic energy is perfect yes. for that. She can have a platform to say stupid things. She's like a safer Megan McCain. Yeah. You know, and that's what we can do for her. Kiss her on her forehead <laughs> and say, Demi, you're going to work at the talk now. You don't have to worry about singing anymore. This is good news. Okay. Good news is no it- more choreographs. No more in anything. Okay. <laughs> you come here. You sit next to Cheryl. Cheryl, can you take care of her for the first few days? Yeah. And, like, that's where she needs to live because I think that 
nothing was more uncool than this whole incident yeah because especially the video where she comes back and she walks it back i think that's what i mean by like what was really like i thought the final kiss of death was when she comes back a couple days later after all the backlash after everyone saying like demi like you've really missed missed it on this one like this ain't it she comes back with a unnecessarily long eight minute video to kind of that we watched every single second just like a little deeper yeah Yeah. which we played are we gonna we're not gonna play the whole thing absolutely okay we're not gonna we lose all of our listeners we're gonna summarize yes we're gonna summarize summarize. she basically was like you know her excuse her her reasoning was like i'm passionate Mm -hmm, mm i voice my opinions and she's she feels like she it's just like it's the fake activism for me you know she goes in there and she's like she's like, i saw an injustice and i thought it was my duty to speak out the injustice being sugar-free cookies quote-unquote guilt-free cookies yeah and that they weren't labeled properly as for vegans or people with uh celiac disease yeah and it's like First of all, that was the that was the yogurt shop's excuse or reasoning, but it's like that's not just what those are for. Exactly, they did say guilt free. Yeah, people like there is dietitians who would argue that the term guilt free is problematic in our society, and I think that like if Demi wanted to speak about language like that as a whole about how we talk about food and the idea that there is like bad food and good food and mm-hmm. cheat days and kind of like maybe some people would say negative language and yeah. that's fair and that's real totally. and yeah you know and that's what it's like missing the mark like she's close but exactly. she's not there exactly it's like why why do you not make that final connection that like yeah. you know walking into a cvs and being triggered by diet coke right you know <laughs> you can't then be like this is so unacceptable right. like that's totally different we have to start from like the square one and talking about what we're identifying and that's like that's what i mean by like celebrities don't have the range to talk about things that maybe they've heard other informed people talk about Mm -hmm. and then when they try and do it yeah they miss those few steps to make actual sense yeah an actual connection and i think that's what that really sounded like yeah like she really wants to be knowledgeable on this and she does actually want to change the world in which she grew up in where she had all those missed signals about food and yeah. body image that mm-hmm. led to her eating disorder and yeah. that's fair like yeah, you know what that's I mean good. we've yeah. all grown up in a yeah. in, you know the society that's told us that we're not enough and like we should actually hate ourselves and yeah. actively try to change, change our ourselves bodies. all the time but I think to put the onus on the big chill this small it's just like ice so, cream because they're selling sugar-free cookies yeah. which you know like honestly like Cause then you, I mean, this is why it gets so crazy. Cause then it's like, actually sugar is actually really bad for us. Yeah. And like the sugar industry and sugar lobbyists are actually really like trying to harm our bodies. Yeah. So yeah. then you could be like sugar free cookies are actually cool. Cause you can shove a bunch of them in your mm-hmm. mouth and they're not as harmful for you and won't give you type two diabetes. Right. So it's like, I mean, we could like, that's why I'm saying we have to talk about this. Like we have to really talk Knowledge about it. And we can't just like lash out at one cookie display because yeah. then it's like, yeah, like if she had not a called out this small mom and pop yogurt shop, which has six thousand Instagram followers, or right. probably a lot more now, right? And just made it more about yes, this verbiage of like guilt free, like yeah. Even if she all. said like I, 
even if she's told a story about oh yogurt shop she walked in today and how she yeah. feel, she made her feel yeah. but she w- one point in that she makes in her response video response to her herself slash the outcry is you know that they need to make the shop safe for her to walk into yeah and demi 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 the world it doesn't work like that i know you think it does because people have because people say that to her like yes we're gonna make this safe for you if we're gonna they're gonna go on tour they probably always talk about how Mm -hmm. we have to make this safe they kind of put pillows you know pillows on the wall yeah of her life yeah to make everything soft and comfortable and it's like that's just not that's not how that's the world not, works. Yeah, exactly. I have sympathy for your eating disorder and that some things do trigger you, but you can't go out into the world and expect everything to be catered to how you're feeling that day. Yeah. And and also you should maybe talk about how, like, I think she also constantly feels attacked by the outside world. Yeah. And that was just like a nut. And she like, and that's kind of like the plot that's like the narrative she has right now right is that she's kind of like yeah she does certainly feels like an underdog in every yeah, sense like that's, like that's kind of like her storyline yeah so like it kind of goes that she's like fighter. that that's how she that's what her worldview yeah. would kind of turn into mm-hmm. would be feeling like she's always got to put up the dukes yeah and she's always taking it on the chin and whatnot but, but i think it's because you're always throwing the punch yeah exactly you you're know? always throwing the first punch but yeah but so but actually the best part of the, the video was really when she at the end goes deep sigh <sighs> being a celebrity is exhausting to which i say yes yes <laughs> yes it is being in your world is exhausting I, like, I will say though i did find little parts of the video endearing of her yes which is like kind of why I were, i'm getting with demi it's like almost there like if she did make these kinds of videos, like very kind of like That's why I think she'd be good on the talk. Yeah. Because I'm serious. Like she's not like a bad person. And unlikable. She's yeah. likable. Like she's really just like I mean, she's just like a child star. Yeah. Like she's literally just like a doesn't wackadoo. have the range. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like she should like wackadoo. maybe take some time off. Like Yeah, I mean this goes back to my point, which I always say is that like I unfortunately just don't think Demi has is equipped to be famous anymore which yeah. she's kind of even saying herself yeah or live in LA clearly because yeah. I mean, that's another point she p- touched on is like things in LA are very triggering which I can't understand well, I just feel like we've reached a standstill with Demi's career because yeah. it's like b- being a celebrity seems like it's really arduous for her yeah and I'm gonna be honest as a consumer of entertainment she's giving me very little there's not much payoff for right. her that's what I'm saying I think we've both like we can shake on it. I have so much love for you as a little Disney girl and what you did give me. Don't, don't forget. We will always Um, have sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. What's that other song? Um, No, even, even older, even older, even older. The song she did with John Mayer. John Mayer. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. You lost me. I off of her like first album. Can't, can't you forget? Don't, don't forget. Don't forget. You already said don't forget. Yeah, but there's John another Mayer. song on the album. Okay, we've got to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. John Mayer. Whatever. Jonas Brothers? 
Demi Lovato has a song with John Mayer. And when we Google this later, you'll eat your words. Oh, um. No, no. I'm cutting you off. I'm cutting you off. World of chances. Okay. Again, not definitely not John Mayer. Did he co-write it? Yeah, he like co-wrote it, produced it, and he did the instrumental on the song. Uh, I will have Is to this fact- now sound vaguely familiar? Vaguely. Thank you. But I will have to fact check. Okay, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. So stay tuned next week. We'll update you guys <laughs> John Mayer and Demi Lovato ever collaborated. Like, okay. Uh- oh my God, they did. Oh, yet to be seen. Uh, but yeah, so Demi, I hope that maybe in the next week or so she's been able to she's regain some her center and can enjoy some broyo. Yeah, I know. Well, she says that. No, I'm not gonna. No, see, I just yeah, I hope right. one day she can. Listen. Um, and yeah, everyone has problems. Everyone's problems are valid. Everyone's, everyone's problems are valid. Everyone's world is valid. Yeah, exactly. Okay, just don't bring your world into my mind. Exactly, <laughs> and you can't make your world trigger free. Yes, no, you can't. You just can't. That'd be nice. Maybe sugar-free, but not sugar-free. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, moving on. It's never coming out of a place of hate. It's always coming out of a place of love and trying to lift people up. So, um, I understand that didn't lift the Froyo place up. (sighs) Being a celebrity is exhausting sometimes. Have you seen the movie Promising Young Woman? Yes, I have. Lots of people have lots of opinions on this movie. Mm-hmm. It's really divisive. It's really but divisive. I think like, that's kind of like why it's a good film. Because I think yeah. like people, like really smart people can have disagreeing opinions on this movie and both be of right. Yeah. Like I see both sides. Even though I am more inclined to one particular side, I see, I can see both sides. Yeah. So the movie is about a young woman whose best friend is raped in college and that best friend goes on to commit suicide and the friend left has a really hard time. They're in med school. They're in med school, sorry. There has a really hard time basically proceeding with with life. Yeah, starring Um, Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. And it has a really divisive... It was critically praised. I think it's been... not nominated for an Oscar yeah yeah as well as the director um and it's really polarizing because some people really like it yeah and some people think it's not just dislike it women women. they think it's a dangerous movie to be I guess portraying or talking about uh sexual assault. assault and my opinion is that like Sexual assault is a really complicated and taxing issue. Yeah. And that no women, no two women are going to have the same outlook on it. Um, whether God forbid you've gone through it or you have it. And to, to imagine that one movie is going to encompass all of your complex feelings about yeah. sexual assault is naive at yeah. best. Yeah. Uh, but I do think what I, this movie does do really well is that it's it was original. It was an original was. just idea and screenplay. It per, was thought provoking. 
you know whether you liked the ending whether you thought it was realistic or not is like not the whether the ending was realistic or not doesn't really matter to me. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, like the men do get arrested, but she dies in the end. Yeah. To me, what was really compelling is that like her best friend has lost her life and it is impossible for her to imagine going through this world without her. Mm-hmm. And that to me is what felt really real and really captivating and that she was just like overwhelmed with what happened to her friend and trying to seek revenge knowing pretty much that like revenge is not was never going to be fulfilling revenge was never going to bring her friend back and it wasn't about like it was less about getting some kind of revenge fantasy which is like the actual plot of the the movie yeah and more to me about this relation this friendship that they had that was so powerful and was a big part of her life that without her friend there was no way forward she wasn't herself without her friend in this world Mm -hmm. and the fact that people get so upset that the movie just exists it's like you can't be upset that a piece of art exists like and yes, you can. well i mean yeah but like the movie the in the trailer you know what it's about and if that to you is gonna be like no i don't know if you can be upset that a piece like i cannot like it a piece of art but yeah. i can't be upset that it exists like yeah if it's racist like yeah that's another that's a whole or sexist that's a whole nother thing but like yeah because it disagrees with my opinions or my well, I don't think that the people it. who don't like it don't like it because they simply disagree with it. I don't think that's how they would phrase it. How would you think that they would phrase it? I think they th- do think that it is inherently anti-woman. That's their whole criticism that like it's a feminist film posturing. Uh, it's an anti-feminist film posturing as a feminist film and it's actually doing more harm than good and it's not something the message that it thinks it's sending. But isn't that what any, isn't art Shouldn't that just be like, shouldn't good art just be thought provoking and so that we have these discussions and that it's less about what's actually being said in the movie and more about what we can then talk about afterwards and how we can shift the culture outside of the movie? Say that again. <clears throat> isn't, isn't the marking of a worthwhile piece of art? Yeah how it makes us feel yeah whether those feelings are good or bad oh i don't know about that i don't know if a film that makes me feel bad is the marking of a good film i think the movie's uncomfortable and that's what people don't like about it yeah they don't, i'm just they saying, don't like i agree that it's with you but i just don't think they would phrase it that way they wouldn't sure. say i don't like that movie because it made me feel they but i, I think that's what some i valid that's points. what i think that it comes down to though i think that they are uncomfortable with this movie because yeah. it is an uncomfortable topic and they don't like that someone made them feel uncomfortable about a topic that's already uncomfortable well i think it depends like if you are a survivor of sexual assault you of might course. not like it because you know what hollywood hasn't done well with that issue Definitely. and so you get so very few films that really deal with it on a thoughtful level that really you know 
helps survivors get through their experience. So maybe they're like more critical critical of it for that reason. Like it isn't a perfect film. There is no, criticism yeah, I don't of think it. It's perfect. You know, a lot of the criticism that I've read has come from other women. So I just feel like that's valid and just like the sense of like sometimes Hollywood can show you kind of problematic things and tell you that they're good to you get like a warped sense of like what is real like well that's a whole nother thing yeah. that's that's more about and i think like, that like some people feel like that's what promising young woman is doing but like you and i discussed it like i mean i saw i i thought that the problems that i've read a lot of women say like with the fact that the main character kelly carrie mulligan's uh role dies in the end Mm -hmm. and she dies when she's trying to get revenge uh from the man who you know who raped her best friend and led to her suicide and he ends up killing her in the struggle and so people are like so what does that say like the fact that like the rapist like quote unquote like won even though he subsequently arrested later on at the end of the movie but i think it's like for me when i saw that like when she died i was just like yeah like women are snuffed out by uh violence and by men like dominating them like that's kind of like the point and like you know we don't talk about that enough and give those survivors voices and help people heal from that trauma and listen to women when they say he you know did something and like that's the whole point like but I guess we got different. Yeah, know, I mean, I got that from from the movie yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, I was about to say we both have similar takes. And on so the I film. guess so go like, I guess, yeah. Obviously, I didn't want her to die either, and I was really upset right. when she did too. And it was upsetting, and it was like I was, it felt like a letdown of the movie. But like, yeah, I mean, you can't always expect a movie to just give you this like clean and tidy ending. But if it made you feel like, okay but what is she trying to say with this? Yeah. And can we talk about that? Mm -hmm. And can we go further with that? Does that make it? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's such a discussion, but people have been discussing what's feminist forever. And like, you're going to like people, women have different ideas of what feminism is. Exactly. And you know, I don't think it makes, I don't think that the director and the writer is a bad feminist. Mm hmm for this movie but i guess yeah some women have that that take on it yeah but that's and i guess that's ultimately okay because Mm -hmm. feminism is what works for you yeah uh your feminism doesn't have to be my feminism right and vice versa yeah um but like i also think that there were other nuances in the film that i thought were really great too like i liked how um at the beginning of like kind of like towards the beginning middle of the film she uh, Carrie Mulligan's character uh, re-meets an old med school classmate, this yeah. guy, um, and they start dating. Mm-hmm. And like at the end of like their first date, they are right outside of his apartment building. And she didn't realize that like when they were walking after the date that that's where they were going to end up. Yeah. And he was like, like kind of like, 
kind of tongue in cheek said so like she knew he did it purposely yeah. but he was like oh what a big surprise like yeah. we're out in front of my apartment that's so weird how that happened like <laughs> do you want to come upstairs and like they were actually having a great time in that instant like she totally flipped on him and just like stared mm-hmm. at him and then just like walked away and like kicked a trash can in anger and I just think like it's really important that like and that's one of the things I liked about the film yeah. that it highlighted the idea that like there's any kind of trickery in sexual interaction yeah. like that's a part of rape culture mm-hmm. and like a man like well first of all I think men know exactly when they do crap like that but like yeah. a man who would see that scene they might think oh he's just being slick yeah oh he was just being funny yeah. or even cute and charming right and just like any type of deception even like if it's supposed to be as a joke when you're trying to have someone have consensual sex with you right is but that's part of rape yes. it's part of rape yeah. culture it all begins there totally. and i thought that was a really interesting so like yeah, yeah like no the film wasn't perfect but i you know it but, was nice but, to, but that was on purpose like what what she did with that no i know yeah, i'm yeah, saying yeah. like that that was a really interesting and thought okay. oh, I see, I see, no, yeah. no 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 i'm saying like that's a good thing yeah like, I'm yeah, saying, like, yeah so like even if you don't like the ending and you can even say that the ending is like anti-woman and, yeah. which i don't agree with but like you you can find there's a the film is trying to do good work I think. right i think the film yeah, is agree, trying to highlight the problem of predatory yeah. men yeah. you can't say that like whether it's perfect of course not like no. i don't know any movie that is right and ultimately i haven't made my movie yet but it's coming one it's day coming. I just feel how everyone feels, which is that I have three to five really great folk albums in me. Right. And you have a good movie in you. I have a great movie in me. You do. Yeah, I mean, it's... Probably sh- Young Woman's a really good name for a movie. It is a really that good movie. That might be the name of my memoir. No, you can't take that. I know. What? It's not like a It's not like a saying. Like, it's no. not like kind of like a... No, no, no. no. You can't. Dang you it. Can't. Good one. Unfortunately, good you can't. Good on you for that. trademarking that. Yeah, and ultimately, it's like... It's a, it's a very specific scenario. Right. Told from, through her perspective and how she views it. She's not saying this is how women and like all also women like react another to like criticism I saw the film is like throughout the film, Carrie Mulligan's character pretends like this is kind of like a B I I don't know, it's like a B plot of the film. Yeah. That like she occupies her nights by going to bars and pretending to be like blackout drunk Mm -hmm. and letting a man take her home and like see like basically she passes out pretends to passes out and then when the man starts to take advantage of her she like comes to Mm -hmm. and basically like you know tries to scare the shit out of him and it's like you know i've you know read criticism of like oh the idea like all this girl can do every night is like uh, fake being date raped like that's what she does to like deal with the grief of her friend it's like okay I kind of thought like that was like an analogy she was not like right. she's, it's she's supposed to be a bit yeah fanciful. like she can't stop thinking about yeah. like she's so preoccupied like she goes to see her friend's mom and yeah. her friend's mom says like you, you have to, to let this on. go but it's like she can't like this I mean, something that happened in such a, like, a formative life. And I feel like that's realistic. We've heard that from yeah. sexual sur- assault survivors. Like, some people can, like, move on. But, and some people, even with, like, they're, like, can't. They just can't. They can never be the same. Yeah. And it's like, how can we listen to people say that? And then a film shows it. This girl cannot move on. Yeah. Be like, 
oh, like, it's like, no, that's, she's trying to show, like, this yeah. can, like, change someone's life forever. Like, you and don't get over this. It's an exaggerated plot because exactly. it's a movie. But yeah. And it was supposed to be But the point is, right, she's so consumed with grief mm-hmm. and anger and, and to an extent, revenge. Mm-hmm. And this is what she does with her time. Mm-hmm. Like, And even, like, though she's not actually drunk, she's still in a dangerous position. Right. She's still putting herself in a dangerous position, yeah. which I felt is kind of, like, a punishment like she yeah, was like was. mad that like it she, like maybe it she felt like to... she could have taken it like mm-hmm. and she wouldn't have reacted the way her friend like it should have yeah. been me yeah or something like yeah. it's obviously like this girl is tortured like do we not let women we don't let women be tortured no we always have to be like dealing with it like realistic yeah strong women yeah, yeah it's no, like we don't. no she is messed up that's literally the point is like this character is messed up yeah and like She's not supposed to be healthy. She's not supposed to be dealing with this right. <laughs> yeah. The director isn't suggesting that women do this. Like, people always think, like, movies are, like, saying how you should live. It's yeah. like, no, this is a cautionary tale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But I have to explain art to people. Like, God. I, mean, I feel like you do. I mean, it's just a little, like. Maybe smart people can't have good opinions about this movie. Like, we're just right. We are just right. Our opinion is the only Our opinion is the only one that matters. We make the rules. But yeah, I mean, I think people just wanted to see her kind of like this, like five years later epilogue at the end of the movie where she's like happy and successful and has like, has had closure. And it's like, some people don't get closure. And that's just, Mm -hmm. this is one story out of a lot of stories. Yeah. It may not be your story, but. It may not be. That's what it is. I hope it's not your story. I hope it's not. I hope it's not. I don't wish. I don't wish this story on anyone. It's very sad. Yeah. But great sweaters though. Lots of great sweaters. She's the reason why I ordered that purple sweater from Oakland Ford. Aww. Like that was my inside. Oh, I can't wait for you to wear that. I know. So half cute. up, half down. Definitely. Promising young woman. And the sweater. soundtrack's great. Any movie that oh. that brings back. Paris Hilton's Stars Stars Are Blind was a song I told you before that movie just randomly gets stuck in my head despite the fact that I haven't listened to it in years it's somewhere in a lexicon and maybe we should reevaluate it that scene alone deserves an Oscar um ooh can you play that Play me out on that. I can play you out on that. Even though stars are crazy. <sighs> All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening to the episode of We Might Be Overthinking This. But I'm your host, Aaliyah. I'm your other host, Dara. Free Britney. Free Britney. Free Britney.